Hello, and welcome to Meeting 41 of the Sad Bitch Club podcast. My name is Rachel. And my name is Caitlin. And well, this what's is up, my dude? NPR. <laughs> and this is, they would never put this on NPR. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I may or may not be I... talking about my emotional uh, turmoil while blood is pouring out of my cooter. So that's why Caitlin's a sad bitch this week. <laughs> yes yeah Indeed. that's a valid reason to be a sad bitch <laughs> i i cried twice today maybe like three times yesterday i don't know it was like stress crying not like i'm sad crying yeah but i was just overly stressed and over it doesn't help that i had like reasons to like trigger the oh my god i'm so triggered um but like being <laughs> triggered about like a thing frustrating me and then my response was emotionally crying but my period lended a hand to that so <laughs> um i'm not really a sad bitch this week oh i'm just not so tell me why you're not because i started my new job <laughs> go. i wish i had like a wait do i have hold on, hold on. I, I bet i have um do i have an applause i don't that's tough. Um, I have, I have the, um. What you say? Oh, that you only meant well. Okay, that's the best I can do. Or crab rave, we can crab rave if you want. <laughs> oh, but it's so loud. Oh my god. That is so loud. I'm so so. Anyway. Anyways, but yeah, I did my new <laughs> job last week. Um, so I trained uh up by Chicago for four days last week, and then flew home Friday. No, I flew home Thursday, so I worked from home Friday. Friday was my first work from home day. Yeah, like fully. Um, and so now I'm on. I finished day four today, so I'm almost a full week into like being fully isolated. Not really. I mean, we hang out in like Slack and stuff, but. Um, like being on my own on my own doing work for most of the day uh and it's super fucking nice hell yeah what are you most excited about for like the remote work from home experience um getting to like have more time to myself yeah sometimes i just need like i am like a very extroverted introvert but i'm still an introvert yeah and I very much need, like, no human voices time. Yes. Um, and I can't do that when I have to, like, go places with people and do things. The most I have to do now is, like, jump on a Slack cuddle for 30 minutes or be on a Teams call for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I can be, like, muted and camera off for 90% of those. Jeez. So. Yeah, I've noticed I sometimes will sit here with just the, my, my headset on, but also turned on. And it's just like kind of the white noise and I won't listen yep. to music or anything, but that's yep. uh, probably some of the most productive times <laughs> that yep. I've had. Like, oh, yeah. okay. I'm big chilling because of work. 
One thing I didn't think of that you brought up earlier today was that you get to poop in your own bathroom. I do. I get to poop in my own bathroom every time. Yeah, and I haven't thought about that. I haven't had to take weird because I was known at Walgreens for a while. Um, if like my employees couldn't find me, I was probably pooping. Oh, it's drug o'clock. Drug o'clock. Here, I'm gonna live on the air. Take my drugs. Me too. Um. If you have regular medications you need to take and have not taken them yet today and are supposed to have done so, please take them now. Same with hydrating. Drink water. Do it. It's getting to a point where I have to remind the friendos to drink water. I'm doing the same with my coworkers now. It's great. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> this new allergy medicine has been doing it. Uh, allergy meds are one of those that you have to rotate every so many months because mm -hmm. your body builds up a resistance. Yeah, it's the like XYZ something or another, but the the like generic is levocetirizine. Levocetirizine. Yeah. Cetirizine is what Zyrtec is. Mm -hmm. This is like slightly different, I guess. Yeah. Yep. It was recommended since my Zyrtec stopped working. Like, okay. Um, I'm not a sad bitch. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Um, <laughs> That's quite literally what she put on the outline. Because you put job, job, job for yours. Uh, I could put Rachel's job, Rachel's job, Rachel's job. I don't know. It's really cool to, like, I'm living vicariously through you. Although, I'm, like, I'm already there. Um, But I also have a little work from home buddy now. So, like, I do, like, my yeah. Discord calls and my meetings and whatever I need to. Um, but now it's just kind of like when I'm mostly, uh, able to just like keep to myself and like, you know, head down grinding sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, what would normally be me in a discord call with like coworkers, um, I can just do with you now pretty much, especially now that I'm like mostly on my own. I very rarely have to ask questions unless it's like a normal thing, I guess, but I'm not yeah. particularly like training on anything anymore. Um, nice. so it's kind of at the point where I can just, you know. I don't really need to be in Discord if I don't have to. Um, I'm also to a point where unless I have specific questions, I can kind of hop in and out. That's crazy how quickly you've caught on to things, by the way. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, there's like always... A... That's part of the thing is, like, there's always... Stuff is always changing. Mm -hmm. So, like, part of our job is just being able to tell people that it's changing and know you don't have a timeline for them. <laughs> um, and just kind of, like, being okay with that uncertainty. Like, I don't actually fix anything in my job. I just relay the message back and right. forth between the people that need it fixed and the people that do the fixing. You're the middleman. So, so for anyone listening who doesn't know exactly, like, what your job is, especially my mom, because she'll probably ask, oh, what should you do? <laughs> um, can you explain kind of, like, what your job entails, I guess? Yeah. So I am uh, still working for the same uh, company of vets that ran the vet clinic that I worked at. Um, but I'm working like it's technically considered a headquarters position, but we work remotely. Um, so I'm on the support team, which is also part of our like development and implementation section. Um, and so what I do is we have an online software that our company uses for it's like veterinary software to keep all the records and everything. And I facilitate the chats from users using that and bug fixes and hey, can you adjust this for me? This refund didn't do it correctly. Can you help me figure it out? 
where do I find this report? Like those kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any bugs that get reported uh, that come through chats instead of tickets, I create a ticket for and put it on the devs work list. So users you talk to are like vets, vet techs, just people Receptionists, in the- practice mm-hmm. managers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's not only from our clinics that like my company owns, but also our like commercial clients. So other like vet hospitals and organizations that use our software. Shit. Yeah. And your manager's great. We stand your manager. Mm-hmm. We do love him. He's great. Shout out. I work on a very small team. Um, this program just launched within the company like a year ago. Um, and so there's only like nine of us on the entire support team. But that is rapidly growing. Hell yeah. I'm like the third hire in two and a half months. And I know that Bradley is pushing for 24-7 support coverage. So because we have a lot of uh, like emergency hospitals and stuff that need support overnight that currently just have to wait until 830 when we open chats back up. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they can chat in and it'll be in our queue, but it like automatically sends them a response that like our hours, support hours or such and such to such and such will respond when we return. Gotcha. I I totally forget like emergency vets are open 24 hours. Yeah. And also we've got people in all different time zones too, from East Coast all the way out to, we even have a couple of clinics in Hawaii that we work with. Oh, shit. So, like, that also... Like, I'm going to be covering evenings because we're expanding into better coverage for our Pacific hospitals. Yeah. So I'm going to work of an evening starting next week. Shit. Well, I'll be yeah. around. I'm excited for our IRL work dates, though. No lie. Me too. Oh, which reminds me. I got to send out my work laptop before... Um, they wanted me to install something and i couldn't because i didn't have like admin privileges so i gotta send it to them so they can do it and then send it back um, can they not remote in they don't have all their no, machines connected. they tried but through multiple different avenues it like just would not let them that's tough we have several ways our it team can remote in just based on like your pc number and we can mm-hmm. uh like scene connect into i can do it if i have to for support team stuff yeah I don't know. Bradley and I had to, in fact, the other day. They tried. He, he did work. it, but he, like, showed me what he was doing. Huh. Um. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, also related to, like, why I'm a sad bitch. Well, mm-hmm. this, this song is not why. But it's a song that kind of, like, explains it. So, here, let me look up the... Uh, It's called Numb Little Bug. And I'm going to pull up the lyrics because it's... It just... I don't know. I resonate a little bit. So... Um, it's a song we both picked TikTok songs. Um, obviously they they didn't like. I I know this song because of TikTok, but it was actually on my YouTube recommended today randomly. Um, but the chorus says like, "Do you ever get a little too tired of life? Like you're not really happy, but you don't want to die. Like you're hanging by a thread, but you gotta survive because you gotta survive. Like your body's in a room, but you're not really there." Like, you have empathy inside, but you don't really care. Like, you're fresh out of love, but it's been in the air, and my past repair. It's, um, I don't know. I don't know why I needed to say it like that. But, I just, I haven't been particularly, like, gun-ho happy, and I haven't been particularly, like, depression and anxiety-ridden. So, it's kind of like this weird... 
yeah, it's this weird little middle space, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I'm copacetic with it. Um, but that's kind of how I felt yeah. about like this week. Like, I'm still tired because I still don't sleep very well because I just don't and never have and never will. But like, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> everything's fine. So like, I'm not having like the best day, but I'm not having a bad day. Yeah, so it's like this weird <laughs> in between of like, yeah, like I'm tired, but like, whenever I'm here. I showed up. Um, so this song is really cool. It's called Numb Little Bug by M. Bayhold, I believe is how you pronounce it. Again, these songs are on our Sad Bitch Club Vibes playlist. Um, I picked Loving is Easy by Rex Orange County. It's um, such a vibey song. Which I honestly kind of forgot was a TikTok song because I've been listening to a lot of Rex Orange County lately. That kind of like lo-fi pop has kind of been the vibe. Yeah. Um. And so when you were like, oh, from TikTok, I was like, yes. Because <laughs> um, like, yeah, but no, that's not why I've been listening to it. Um, but it's a, it's a good song. Big vibing. Yeah. After I played the song, it just kind of like auto played things that are similar. And it, it was a time. I need the link again to your No Thoughts Only Vibes playlist. Can do. Like yesterday, all of yesterday, I was listening to like my Vampire Weekend uh, like radio. My mom's FaceTiming me. Hi, Mom. I'm going to answer it real quick. I'm recording the podcast right now. I love you. Rachel says she's lo- she loves you. You can stop making a face. You can say hi. Hello. <laughs> it's Govar. She's like been on the podcast before or whatever. Hi, man. There's a queen. She's right here. She's saying hi. Okay. All right. Too much is happening. Uh, can I call you after? I love you. I love you. I love you more. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Your mom's best. I love her so much. Hi, mom. Wow, her second episode on the set. Right. He's gonna catch up to Eric soon. <laughs> oh my god. How? It's, what? He's gonna be on like five by now. Yeah, I think he's got like five. Ah, dang. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. It's fine. We're talking about our songs. Oh. I, uh, my train of thought is gone and now the dog they know the the facetime sounds <laughs> and stop it they're too smart they are i was watching um when i was watching euphoria one of them like hung up or picked up a facetime call or something and they both were like huh because they, <laughs> they know the noises and that usually means like oh get excited because i'm showing my mom my puppies <laughs> oh my god get excited those are her grand puppies her grand puppies <laughs> My mom watched the grand cats while I was gone last week. So. How was that? The pictures are so cute of Madison. Uh, with- <gasps> Shout out to Madison. This is Madison's shout out. Woo! Yeah. She had a really good one with Lando. Um, Those photos were so cute. Good. The boys were very angry with me when I got home. Well, Boomy <laughs> couldn't care less because he never does. Yeah. Um, he was just like, ah, sweet. New smells. And laid on my luggage <laughs> for two days straight. Um, Lando was very angry and let me know it. He's been uh, more of a menace, at least that that I've noticed, because what we're in Discord the other night, and I just hear him like smacking your office door. Yes, he does. He does do that. Psychotic. He's, he's a shithead. <laughs> he's a shithead. Um, but I raised him, so it's my own fault. Mm, product of his environment. He's a Nature pandemic kitten. Uh, true pandemic kitten i've had him since he was six weeks old so he never had any hope especially because he was the only cat in the house for the first like 
two and a half months of that. Jeez. So he is extra spoiled. Well, that's my issue with Cooper, where he's a COVID baby. Yep, you've never not been home with him? Mm-hmm. He's really good about being in his crate. Like, he loves his crate when we leave. I know he's crying for a little bit, and then we come home. I can literally not go, because his crate's in the bedroom, and we close the door, just so, like, Mazkeen doesn't go in there and fucking tease him, because she does. She teases yeah. him when he's in she's there. A big, she's a big sister. <laughs> it's so annoying. So he closed the door, so she can't go in there and bother him. Um, and we come home and the, the, I leave the door closed. I'll unload groceries or whatever. And he just hangs out in there. He doesn't get up and start crying until I physically am opening the door, like the, the, the crate door. He's fine. I can walk into the bedroom and like act like he's not there and he's just chilling. <laughs> it's very weird. But, um, I, I haven't tested him without his crate yet. I'd like to get him there, but I don't know. Uh, sometimes you just have to crate forever. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah. It's, it's a safety thing more than anything. That's true. I'd also, you know, I like having a big dog be like Mr. Protector Man. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, we, we got a security system. Like our neighborhood, like, you know, we're chilling. So yeah. I don't necessarily need like a guard dog. Um, right. That and I kind of. Great training up, is just good in general. Yes. And I grew up with shepherds that were very territorial. And like, that's not a bad thing. Um, you know, there's just certain ways to like introduce people into your home so they know they're fine. Um, but yep. Cooper still just gets very excited anytime someone comes in the house and he's still not great on a leash. And that's my own fault because COVID baby. And I haven't I'll seen I'll take the dogs on walks with you. <gasps> yes. Because walking both of them is so hard and I feel bad yeah. taking one and not the other. That's fair. He goes to the mailbox with me sometimes though. At the time, it's very hard to open the mailbox. I should really just walk him for a little bit and then hit the mailbox on the way home. Because if I go straight (laughs) to the mailbox, he just wants to keep going. It's fair. That's a brain hack. I just figured it out. Thank you. I really had to talk this through (laughs) to come to that conclusion. Crazy. You're welcome. Thank you. That happens a lot. (laughs) Where I'll just talk through something with you and be like, wait, I knew the answer all along. Crazy. True. I'm a very good listener. Yeah, You are great at problem solving as well. That's true. But like sometimes the easiest solution to the problem is to just hear yourself talk about the problem. So I'll listen. Mm-hmm. Well, we've also kind of, you know, bu- built that relationship of like, yeah, just talk to me about things. Which true. is uh, ties into. Today's, oh, sorry, I was trying to find a segue. That was really bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> today we're going to talk about boundaries, um, which like kind of came up. So it, it's like inadvertently something we've like already been talking about i guess um just like not really realizing it but i put out a tweet the other day saying um oh god i've been tweeting so much um what's <laughs> something in the mental health space you wish you could talk to your friends more about taking notes recording topics who want to open up those conversations and normalize talking about mental health with friends and we had a few different people comment on things but the like overall theme of a few of them um was like boundaries and specifically um like our friend Chris mentioned, like having boundaries with a friend who, you know, they're just like not on the same page. Um, and then we kind of got the other side of that coin from Scaredy Ginge. And she mentioned sometimes we don't want to talk about our mental health and we don't want others to talk about it. It's our journey and should be our decision. Who knows and what they know. And I was like, wait, yes, like 100 percent. Like, you know, nobody is entitled to know your business especially when it comes to mental health um and physical health like fuck like 
I'll talk about my like pooping problems on the timeline or that I'm having a bad day, but I'm not going to like, you know, openly talk about, you know, my like my clinical issues, (laughs) you know, Um, those are conversations meant for a specific group of people. And like they know who they are sort of thing. Nah, I flame my IBS on the timeline all all the time. Oh, 100 percent. And that's, you know, kind of normalized. Um, (laughs) But people think girls don't poop. You know what? Let's talk about it. Eric mentioned something saying, well, if your friends talk about pooping, then like there's really no boundaries there. I kind of disagree, but also like that's a boundary that not I have to realize not a lot of people want to cross. A lot of people don't want to talk about pooping. So I guess talking about pooping is like opening the floodgates to learning more about (laughs) what the fuck I got going on. If you're comfortable talking about pooping with people, you will likely be comfortable talking to them about other things. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of the the gateway drug to other other conversations yeah how willing are you to listen to me talk about the epic shit i just had right that that's a good gauge for like maybe this person will also be okay talking about other things um i'm i've had a really hard like journey of just figuring out boundaries um between especially with family um but like when it comes to friends i for a long time would just kind of gung-ho everything balls to the wall um like no boundaries in the sense of like trauma dumping i guess um especially in the environments like okay perspective that like you also might have is college right you're Mm -hmm. you're in a dormitory with many other females and it's one of those yeah and it's one of those environments (laughs) where it's like we're all gonna bond over very similar things and it's usually trauma like um a lot of the girls that i like kind of befriended like freshman year and they were all like superficial friendships for the most part because it was so surface level (laughs) but it was like your parents are divorced mine too oh it's fresh mine's fresh let's talk about it things like that (laughs) um like you're in a committed relationship me too mine's kind of terrible but like let's talk about it (laughs) um but but like being put in those scenarios where like your walls kind of come down and then i got comfortable with that and then some people aren't that comfortable you know what i mean where they like put things out there and then they're like whoa (laughs) Um, our college specifically fostered uh or at least tried to foster an environment in which it was okay to just kind of share those things yeah which is it, not in a the bad areas thing. of the school we were in mm-hmm. and definitely not a bad thing but then i kind of found myself opening up to people who just didn't care <laughs> and like weren't invested in me and my story and like what i had to share and vice versa i find found myself invested in people that like i ultimately didn't really care about or share a connection with Uh, yeah so coming from like that kind of experience to like a lot of friendships being online um it's kind (laughs) of hard to find that footing i guess um it helps that a lot of my you know the the core friends that i have now are like people that i've met in person or like friends of those sort of thing if it makes sense Mm -hmm. Um, because then it's like a, a trusted little circle um and even then that circle does have some like stipulations of like where I feel comfortable sharing certain things. Um, yeah. Like for sure. example, you and I talk about, you know, our, our catch up time is before we hit record on this podcast. This is very yes. unfiltered, but 
uh, the boundary for us out there for everyone. <laughs> yes, and there's that boundary yeah. of like we can talk about these things, but we're not going to share it with other people. Well, um, I think the podcast is a really good example of that. Of like this podcast is essentially only listeners are people we know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there is always the chance that some rando can tune in and will or that somebody we really actually don't like and don't want to know things about us will yeah so there's a level of security we have to manage and what we actually say especially when talking about such serious topics yes and that's just how it is on social media in general right like our you know your core friends will follow you but there's a chance that someone you don't want to see something will see it or just someone who doesn't know you and they can take things out of context or you you know what i mean it's a what's the word parasocial relationships especially in the content creation space um and there's, um, I, I just saw a tweet from like BB Jess talking about like boundaries as a content creator, um, which is like an, an important perspective as well, which I guess we can touch on that at some point. But that's like a whole nother topic of mm-hmm. the parasocial relationship with like a content creator. Because even myself, like I feel like I'm friends with my partners sometimes, but like really it's mm, I'm their manager and like we're not friends. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is a professional relationship, not a personal one. Yes, exactly. Yes. Although I am friends with some of them, but at the same time, I have to remind myself, like, the, the, the like, chat that I have in the Discord for work things is not the place to just, like, have fun. I'll DM yeah. them on the side. Yes, there is a time <laughs> and a place. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. um, also inherently happens. I'm so all over the place. I'm so sorry. But just like friendship, like you and I, when we have conversations on different platforms, there's way too many ways to reach out to you. (laughs) You know, there's there's Instagram, there's Snapchat, there's Facebook. But I I realize that there's kind of a certain platform to talk about certain things. If yeah. that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. if it's like super like just between you and me, it's usually a text because that's like yes. much more personal um, yep. or a FaceTime or a phone call. <laughs> um, yeah. If it's something just kind of quick and like you and I are like on our computer, it's usually a discord message just because it's, you know, a little easier to do it that way. If it's a mm-hmm. spur of the moment kind of thing, like I'm sending you this random thing I found, it's usually a Twitter DM, especially if it's like content from that platform sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess it's like a, a similar and less complex like boundary sort of thing of like this uh, this form of communication is better suited in this place. Um, I don't know where yeah. I was going with that. I don't know. Did no, that, that make is any sense? for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, that is like so this like this little list that you put together on the, the uh, outline actually has one that is sort of similar to that. Not exactly. Um, but like just talking about time boundaries, including how long you spend doing things with or for someone mm-hmm. like not a time boundary. It's a space boundary, but like that's also not totally the best way to put it. Right. Um, but it's like a like it's a boundary of like, well, we know that if I need to talk about something serious, I can put it here and you will know that's what I mean. Like, you know yeah. that I'm being serious. 100 percent. versus if I put it here, like that's usually a more jokey or lighter or like that. Those are definitely what I would consider boundaries. Right. I also or, think right. boundaries are so much smaller than most people think they are. Like boundaries do not have to be huge. Yeah. Like boundaries the... for me is I close my Slack, my teams and all my work tabs at 530 when I'm done right now, because mm-hmm. I could just keep working. I have right. the ability to do and the access, but I have to separate that time and space for myself. So all of that gets closed when I sign out for the day. Yep. 
and like work for myself as well like it's it's normal to know that like partners are going to reach out but it's kind of like an understood boundary at least internally like if we have important announcements or something wait till tomorrow <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know if it's a quick little outreach no big deal but you know those kinds of things are are important and nice when they're respected um the the little bullet that you touched on though of like time time boundaries including how long you spend doing things with or for someone um a thing that i enjoy about like our group of friends is knowing that um you know we love hanging out in discord and playing games together but there's also the boundaries of like hey i'm i'm not really feeling a game i'm just kind of here to hang out or i just want to like watch my show but also like have company um mm -hmm. or i'm here but i'm also work we drew the boundary of ma oh, of making the the discord channel for working we did of like hey i'm actively like using brain power and don't need a bunch of noises of like you know people playing games or having side conversations so this is my like discord channel to just kind of like vibe body double and get shit done <laughs> and then when we both signed out of work we moved back into our regular voice channel <laughs> yes and we enforced that boundary for ourselves yeah oh my god i'm so proud of us <laughs> it's nice realizing that we're doing things um, yeah like i said boundaries are not like big huge things all the time sometimes they are and have to be yes. but um and those are not fun conversations but um but like a boundary is something as simple as like I'm putting my phone on do not disturb at 11 p.m. and it won't be back on until seven. Yeah. Oh my god, I do that every day. My phone just yeah, does it by itself. <laughs> that's a personal boundary you set up. Of none of that. Like this is people know that this is not the way to get a hold of me if it's an emergency. Yeah. And or I'm not prioritizing anything that isn't an emergency right now. Hell yeah. Like so you prioritizing your prioritizing yourself. I like that. I like the way you put that. Thank you. So I'm just yeah. kind of word vomiting and you're putting it into tangible <laughs> things. That makes sense. Well, so, <laughs> and when you said like, we've touched on boundaries before, like I have actively, like that is the biggest thing I've been working on in therapy. Like full disclosure mm -hmm. is how to set personal boundaries uh, of all kinds, familial work relationships. Um, and I've had to like draw some kind of big lines in the last year with a couple of workplace situations and, uh, amount of contact with family and yeah. uh having to end relationships that i really thoroughly enjoyed because they were not good or healthy mm -hmm. um like and they weren't bad but like it just was not not the wave um <laughs> and like it's those things are hard when you and i was explaining this to caitlin a little bit before we started but so i'm she's gonna hear me say it again <laughs> but like those things were not modeled for me as a child yeah there weren't good boundaries in my home growing up because um my older sister was sick often in and out of the hospital um my mom was a single mother um like i did not get facial boundaries personal boundaries uh, i didn't get emotional boundaries like none i my opinion didn't matter um on anything uh boundaries were enforced upon me not the other way around right i did not get to have any walls um and so it has been really hard and then after i stopped living there i got involved with somebody who was also not great for another five years um and did the same thing all over again and so like i really was like 20 oh god 20 how old was i in 2020 24 i was uh, 23 24 before i was like able to start really actually learning how to set boundaries because mm -hmm. the first thing i did was go back to therapy therapy and say please help me yeah um like i'm aware this is a problem please help 
Yeah. And it's weird to think about how setting boundaries for yourself and the people around you can really like not fix, but adjust things in a healthy way. It improves your quality of life so much. Like I got out of jobs I hated because I set boundaries with those jobs and left them all on good terms. Um, But like did I, I mean, I called shit out when I was uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And like sometimes stuff changed and sometimes it didn't, but like that let me know that, you know, if my boundaries aren't going to be respected, I can go somewhere else. Exactly. Um, And so it's, it's just really important to have those boundaries and like boundaries are a totally personal thing. Every person is different. So you always have to check with people, Mm -hmm. but like they do so much for your quality of life. Like you can really make your life what you want it to be. If you just enforce the correct boundaries. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's not. Um, so something I want to touch on, like what different examples of boundaries, um, mm-hmm. cause there's boundaries with, uh, literally anybody, but like the, the, the like core groups is like familial relationship, um, and friendship. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and each of those can be a little bit different, but I think a lot of them share like the same kind of, kind of vibe. Um, yep. so some examples of boundaries include things that are acceptable and unacceptable to say or talk about with someone. Um, phone and texting boundaries, including when and how often you communicate. Sexual yes, boundaries. you do have to communicate about when and how often you're planning to communicate. Yes. You do have to communicate that. And I, I, I touched on that with like one of my partners today. I was like, I'm so sorry. I over communicate. If it's ever too much, please let me know. And kind of yep. giving them the, the reins of like the setting that boundary. Set. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, sexual boundaries, including if, when, how it is okay to touch someone that includes, um, not just like you know se- well, yes sexual but it's to me also like like hugging i'm not a hugger i hug people i love but that's like a boundary i set for myself because i don't like hugging random people especially after being in a sorority and having to hug I, every woman i see i basically never hug people i do let people hug me mm-hmm. so that makes sense <laughs> yes um physical space boundaries including how close it is okay to stand to someone especially right with with the with the panorama there's there's uh there was a convention i saw a post online of um like on your badge you could put like a sticker and it was color-coded so like red meant like hey yo six feet like thank you appreciate it have a good time um yellow meant like you can come close and i'm cool with like you know you being here but like let's not touch and green meant like hugs handshakes whatever i'm cool with anything um obviously it was worded a little better but like physical space boundaries like that especially in like a pandemic situation i think they're super important for sure um let's see emotional boundaries including how vulnerable you are with someone that's one of my big ones especially with um like newer friends or people that i'm getting to know is i have to be mindful of like my own dumping of emotional stuff and then vice versa you're pretty reserved with your emotional boundaries even with people you know really well see i feel like i am at the same time i feel like sometimes it just like pours out and someone doesn't know what to do with it yeah well so the biggest thing that like as far as that goes with me like i don't think you have ever on purpose let yourself cry in front of me. I think you, I know, I know you have cried in front of me. Yeah. Um, but like, I think you stress about it every time. Like oh, you, 100%. I hate doing like it. That is like, that is past a boundary you're really comfortable with. And sometimes it just happens. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, I think pretty chill about it, but like, I like, but I can understand where like, 
when something like that out of your control like pushes on that boundary i get Mm -hmm. it it sucks well it's really hard too when crying has always been something instilled to me that means like you know you're weak and like it's you having an emotional meltdown that isn't necessary when to me it's a lot of times just pure frustration um Mm -hmm. or anger i cry out of frustration and anger often very rarely is it just actual sadness um, yeah. And when it is, oh, God, that's rough. And I'm so sorry if anyone has to be around for that. <laughs> um, uh, material boundaries, including what items belong to who and what is shared and not shared. That is especially hard when you have like roommates. Yeah. Because um, material yep. boundaries just like in college, it was like, yes, oh, the yeah. crock pot can be used. You know, anyone can use it. But then like it became an issue where like if you're upset about something, I can't use your fucking crock pot because you feel some type of way. Like I'll get my own fucking crock pot then. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. But like, be like I... Caitlin and I and scare your roommate away so that you get a single for the rest of the year on <laughs> no extra charge. Scare your roommate away. Um, mine literally just moved across the hall like across the hall and down one i think mine did too i don't know where she ended up but it was like um Um, my roommate and i got along just fine we just like were not actually friends like we didn't run in the same circles no like no we just like didn't run in the same circles like we just existed around each other so like i don't blame her for wanting to i i did not have that displeasure um but no, we just like kind of coexisted and she was like, I'd rather live with her. I'm like, sweet, cool. Have fun. Oh, like it was someone she hung out with all the time anyway. And like, I'm like, think, yeah, that's cool. I don't care. <laughs> I think Aaron and I both ended up with singles after both of our roommates got a room together because we were having the similar, like yes, our roommates yep. were friends and we were kind of friends, but like we weren't friends with our roommates. Yeah. Um, I vaguely remember the situation. Yes. And it, mm-hmm. oh, we can do a whole episode about roommate situations um oh yeah or just college in general oh god yeah um <laughs> that should, would be a good uh fall like august oh yeah homecoming yeah um, back to school in general yes. people going to college for the first time um oh yeah mm-hmm. oh fun i could talk all day about things you actually need for a dorm room although oh my god i can't imagine being online as much as i am now back then oh my god yeah, um, no, neither of us were really. No, I had my Tumblr and that was it. And even then, it was like my small circle of Tumblr friends, which, hi, Blake. Blake is one of them. Uh, <laughs> That's Blake. Right, isn't that neat? Um, Blocke. Uh, time boundaries. I already touched on that. Thing, what things are okay to do with slash for someone, including favors you do or are asked to do? Um, I guess I don't fully understand this one. This is me yelling at you when you buy things and just send them to my apartment. Gotcha. Okay. Which I is not actually a, like. But like, you if really you told me you, you really weren't okay with to. it, yeah. I would like you really that. don't have to. But it, it is okay. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. But like you really don't have to. But like the tea warmer do be coming in handy now that you're working it from do. your desk. <laughs> it do. You said you wanted one, and I couldn't like the thought. Like I love mine so much that I want to experience having it. (laughs) I use it daily. I like. I'm not mad about it. Oh, if I had my brother's current address, he'd be in trouble. Um. Well, jokes on you. Now I have a big girl job and can send you shit. Jokes on you. You'll be here soon enough where I can just hand you things. (laughs) Valid. Uh, privacy boundaries and how much you choose to share or disclose with someone that's very similar to emotional boundaries for me because there's really like a lot of the private things about me are 
my emotions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There isn't too much else I keep, like, obviously, like, my address. Um, well, I, <laughs> like, like yeah, for me, that's, like, I am very not public about where I actually work or mm-hmm. um, where I actually live or any of that stuff because I have good reason not to be. Um yes. And, like, that's just a, a privacy boundary that, like, that stuff doesn't get put online. And I, my mom, even my mom knows that she has to run pictures by me and post by me before she tags me on them on Facebook. Yeah. Like, she, even my mom will check because I, it makes me very anxious to think that anything could happen. I didn't even um, think about, like, something like that being a boundary. I know a lot of people yeah. are just, they do that because it's, I, I don't want to say it's common courtesy because a lot of people don't think about that, but that's a boundary mm-hmm. of like, I would love to be able to review this before you post it for all your friends and family to see. Yeah. So she always asks, she says, can I tag that you were here? Can I tag you in this picture? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I have the setting on where it's like to be tagged, I need to approve it, mm-hmm. um, which is a super neat feature. I like that. Yeah. Um, intellectual boundaries, including the right to have a different opinion. Huh. That is true. You can dislike pickles and I can like pickles. And just a general reminder that having a different opinion doesn't mean you disrespect somebody's human rights. Yes. 100%. Just clarify. Just clarify um, our stance on that one. Yes. Although, um, although I'm like, sure I, don't, I don't think seen... anybody ever expected us to say anything else. Yeah. But like, just to clarify, having a different opinion doesn't mean invalidating somebody's human rights. Yes. Um, which similarly just kind of reminded me of something. Obviously, I won't get into details of who or what, but a mutual college friend. Have you seen the 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 stuff on Facebook? Okay, I, I'll I'll send it to you. You've probably maybe, seen it. Um, I was like, I think I'd need a little bit more context, but maybe. I so think so. Probably. I will say it's the like trans women or women situation. And, is our, like, is our fashionable friend? Yes. Yes, um, yes, I've seen it. And the blasting that has been put yeah. on Facebook. Um, yeah. But yeah. yes, reminder, trans woman, you. Um, my screens just went dark. What's next? Um, workplace boundaries. Yeah, you were kind of robot for a second. I don't know if that oh. was just, it maybe didn't capture on your end since you're the one recording, but. Hopefully not. Um, no, I didn't touch my mouse touch for so long that yeah, my that's screen what it was. was yeah. Um, okay, workplace boundaries, which include internal rules and policies as well as norms. Yeah, we touched on that. You know, especially yeah, remotely like working. How, yeah, that's how Bradley has times. He's like, these are the times I can come in to answer questions. I have meetings all day. Here are three half hours where I can come in and answer questions. Yep, I've even thought about setting the boundary of um, just like blocking out like 30 minutes or an hour or something of like no one can schedule meetings during this time. I will Lock it out as lunch. Yeah, I would either be eating or like doing something around the house. Yep, block it out as your lunch. Yeah, that's what Bradley, in fact, made sure all of us blocked out our lunches and our schedules this week, so that exact thing wouldn't happen when he's scheduling stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I want you all to have a lunch. Tell me when you're <laughs> <laughs> like, tell me what, put it on as a recurring occurrence, so that I know to schedule around it. Like yeah. everybody put their lunch on. That's so nice. Um. To... My new job is like cool or whatever. Your boss in general is really cool. <laughs> um, oh, so I'm just sifting through trying to see like, you know, some of the other things they touch on. Um, and one important thing I think to touch on is like point number six, learn how to say no to friends. You cannot have healthy boundaries or relationships with people you don't feel you're able to say no to. Saying no does not have to be a huge deal, a letdown, or betrayal. In fact, a good friend will often be completely understanding when you say no. 
For example, like there's many times where like we're hanging out in Discord, someone wants to play a game and there's that understanding of like, if you don't want to, you totally don't have to. And sometimes, you know, friends will say no. Sometimes we don't. I'm straight up all the time. I'm like, I do not. I can't. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, I don't have the brain I, power. Yeah. I no, No, I will not be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I don't want to play this aggressive shooting game. I kind of just want to chill out and play City Skylines yep. and dissociate for a little bit, which I straight up, I think... I think Matt invited me to play Valorant and I like I so badly wanted to like play was, a game with a friend. Was that just last night? I, can't I think remember. it was last night and I was like, I'm sorry, I just kinda wanna play. Well, and I played Skylines. like one and I was like, I can't anymore. <laughs> I was like, I thought I wanted to be shooty shooty bang. Like, no. Shooty shooty I, bang bang. <laughs> yeah, shooty shooty bang bang. No, I swapped over to I think the Sims. Yeah, which the I I like that our our friends are really receptive to those yes. things, whether it's like a known boundary or not. There's because well, the we all do it. There's always we all have days where we're like, no, actually, I just want to play a single player, or like, no, I've been really vibing with this with some friends, so I'm gonna dip for a little bit. Like, yeah, or even if <laughs> I know we give like Tanya shit, but like Tanya's allowed to go play games with her other friends. <laughs> she is. She is allowed. We'll give shit for it, but it's also 100% understood of like, yes, like go hang out yeah. with who you want to hang out with. You do not have to live in this discord and only hang out with yeah. like we like we will be chilling here when you get back because we have no other lives, but mm -hmm. but like you don't have to stay. Yeah, or I know when I first started at G Fuel, they were doing like a lot of movie nights, um, mm -hmm. which they started bringing it back. So I might, I might go hang out there every now and then. But the, I, you know, you guys invited me to hang out, and I was like, actually, uh, like my my coworkers are all kind of vibing. I'm gonna hang out over there. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Yeah, or you, you want to go go do grocery do your grocery shopping? Okay, you don't have to sit here and hang out with us. Like, go no. do your grocery shopping. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, we take each other with when we go grocery yes! shopping. Anyway, <laughs> I I just did this week. I was like, all right, you're coming with me. I was muted the whole time, but it was nice to have like a little conversation on my the ear sound. The time. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. I usually listen to a podcast um, like while I'm doing busy work like that, but just mm -hmm. hanging out in Discord and listening to friends conversate is like my little podcast. <laughs> Cute. What are you doing right now while listening to this podcast? I want to know. Nothing? Great. It's like Dora where she, she's like, Where, where's the thing on the map? And she like stares at you. For like a solid 20 seconds that's what i'm doing right now i'm staring at you what are nice. you doing while listening to this um i probably won't be listening to this so noted thank you so much but i know we have homies <laughs> that like work while they listen oh yeah court listens while working I game think. while they listen yeah she mm -hmm. does often and i think eric does too yeah, eric listens um, while driving i think yeah i don't know Hi, um, madison listens probably in the evenings probably while she does homework or something <gasps> Um, homework buddies. i don't actually know yeah this is this is your bottle body doubling podcast listen and we'll just we'll just hang out while you do your work that is honestly kind of the vibes most of the time sometimes we're on theme sometimes we're not on the theme it just kind of depends depends how much brain power we have after the day um true and how much forethought we went into what we were recording that week <laughs> like last i feel like time. we're doing a little better with every two weeks though of having yeah because it's it gives I, us a better chance ideas. yeah it gives us a better yeah. chance to like think about things but also have things to report on and reflect on and actually talk about because every week i think is a little too soon to come up with like oh i because I, I'll be honest. My life is not as eventful. I was like, as especially now that neither of us is going to actually fucking do anything. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a lot of people who have really big and large, successful podcasts. They're also like full time content creators, so they're going to like these events and these parties and these 
yeah all sorts of things and creating content not with like other people sit and at my desk all day yeah and watch anime my life and... is not that exciting so i i think that every other week is much more on track with like yeah. our day-to-day and also just like what the fuck we want to do it's, it's true. also our podcast we do what we want crazy it's true it's bananas Shit, we could do it every month if we wanted once we a could. month i like every two weeks so far i I like it and we'll see once I, I obviously I still have to actually get used to my real work schedule starting next week but yes. I think that's part of my like weird like I am not a sad bitch this week but I do feel a little bit in limbo this week mm-hmm. of like I'm doing the job but like this isn't when I'm like this isn't what my routine is gonna be so like I shouldn't I shouldn't settle here so yeah. I just feel a little limboy. so like your normal hours are going to be what noonday 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 okay yeah, i think once you start doing those hours normally you can kind of start setting a routine i still have yet right. to actually do have a routine but it's so <laughs> like everything's in limbo well yours is more sporadic too with what you're doing mm-hmm. than what i'm doing i so badly want to have a routine though of like wake up at this time I've, I've started like making coffee and and a g fuel and a water i have to have like three drinks to choose from um but like i've noticed a nice warm drink is nice to start my day Mm-hmm. Um, I'll usually kind of like either start laundry or dishes like earlier in the day so I can switch it later. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been nice. Nice. Like yeah. Um, but as I mentioned to you, I need to find a gym day just to just to go and do it and get out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I'm gonna work back into the schedule once I get the schedule. <laughs> It's getting nice out too, so I could just walk the dogs. Mm-hmm. I almost went after work on Monday. Oh, I ran errands instead, so I still went outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and got like cat food and stuff. And that's my but, my errands um, are my me time. I, I know about yeah. this where I just kind of like peruse the aisles and then grab the cold things on the way out. <laughs> that used to be grocery shopping for me, but now I order. I don't know. I started getting weird anxiety about the grocery store, and so I just order my groceries now. Hell yeah. I mean, that's. I'll probably go back to going out at some point, but like, I don't know. My brain got really weird about it. I was like, I can just order them and pay the extra whatever, 10 bucks, and like save myself the stress of like fighting myself about going to the grocery store. Someone will just bring them to me. Mm -hmm. I get like, I wanted to order groceries, but I I do like those meal things. So that helps. Um, Mm -hmm. But the. I, I like grocery shopping, but also I have weird anxiety about like someone not getting the right thing or like what if they're out and then I got to well, deal so with all the drama of that. I think ordering online, especially because finances have been so tight, um, like gave me peace of mind that I knew exactly like I could tailor things a little better to fit the budget I was trying to operate within. Oh, and you don't have to worry um, about like going through the store and finding things. Yes, last minute and putting stuff need. back and put. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. Um, so I think that's part of the reason I like it is I can like put all the things I like want slash need and then like go back through and be like, okay, well, I can take this out. I can take that like, mm-hmm. like being able to kind of compartmentalize it like that has been really helpful for my brain. That makes a lot of sense. That's why I liked doing yeah. the like the HelloFresh and the every plate and stuff, which I'm, I'm starting to wean off of it a little bit because mm-hmm. I have a better idea of like. Um, Blake was talking about this, how they've kind of like learned how to cook different things and, you know, it kind of keeps you in your your budget of what you want to spend that week for groceries and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm getting to a point where like, I kind of can either sift through those recipes or just kind of like remember what I need. And it's, it's great. I've like taken a lot of those recipes and changed them around too. It's a lot of fun. That's great. 
yeah oh oh you sent me your no thoughts only vibes i just saw it i did because you um, asked for it um okay i just had a partner message me and i was very confused what was happening <laughs> as i say i think that's about wrap up for today yes um yeah i mean that's kind of all i have there's a whole lot more about boundaries and setting those so if we anybody has... more yeah this is kind of a good overview of like mm -hmm. what does a boundary look like um we can talk more especially after this one goes up yeah because if see... any friendos want to come in and talk about maybe a time that it was, you had to set a set a boundary and it was really rough or like you know just how you had to handle that and the the trials and tribulations right is that the right is that the right mm -hmm. thing um mm -hmm. I don't know. We, we'd love Look to have at all some your more guests. Trials and tribulation. Is that a song? Singing in a gentle pool of red. Yeah, it's from Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, I have not seen that. What? I know it exists, but I've it's never good. seen it before. It's good. Dorcas watch is it. screaming movie night. in the kitchen. Like, That's ah! our next musical movie night. Okay. I feel like we had another musical lined up in front of that. Uh, we were going to watch something again. Phantom? <gasps> I've never seen it. You've never seen Phantom? That's what it was then. We were going to watch Phantom. Okay. Fun we fact. Can... My mom said she laughed a whole lot. Um, and I don't think she's laughed as much during a, a podcast other than last week. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. Mom, I just but, wanted to let you know that apparently I'm a furry. Okay. I'm coming about clean. My dist about my distaste for the entire ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that was the best part is her. My distaste uh, <laughs> gentle goading yeah. to get you to talk about it so that I could make fun of you. Oh no! Publicly, no, I'm just kidding. Can I can I ask who resonated with who I, I, during that conversation? Were you Rachel and disgusted <laughs> and weirded out by the whole thing, or were you me? <laughs> no, it's like okay. I'll play along for the bit. I'll do most things for the bit, but like I I needed it to be known that I was not here for what was happening. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. Oh, that's um, it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, uh, you. See you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.